Just Greeks and Beats, Episode 7, Vekiklavis. Welcome to another edition of Just Greeks and Beats, the podcast series. My name is Valandi and I am so happy to have you on board this amazing journey of all things Greek. The last three episodes have focused on Greek island hopping and the many different groups. There are so many gorgeous islands to talk about and so many wonderful historic and touristic topics to discuss. But unfortunately, this will be the last episode on the Greek islands. And what an episode it will be as we sail to the islands of the Kiklades. The Kiklades are known as the party and the love islands. Another of my favorite part of Greece, but we'll get into that in a second. During the week, I received some glowing feedback over last week from people that are enjoying my podcast, but also received some not so nice feedback, might I add. And from what it seems, it be it's from a made-up email address. Look, it's okay, however. I must be doing a great thing and spreading the real gefi to far places if people have time to be so negative behind a computer screen. The fact it was sent only means you listen to my series. So, you know what? (laughs) Win-win. Bravo to you. Look, nevertheless, thank you to all those people who have sent me feedback to admin at geffy.live and of course to my facebook.com forward slash live radio page. Greeks are very passionate people and they're not afraid to say how it is. I definitely am not. We have learned that the pride and passion is part of a Greek person's life, and it's what makes the gefi within. I have uh, I have a few funny things to talk about in this episode about my time in Mykonos, Santorini, and Eos, quite a number of years ago. Last episode, we spoke about Crete and its mythical beauty. There is so much more to touch on about Crete, but it will honestly take a whole episode or more. <laughs> Look, you know what? It will take a long, uh, a lot more than one episode to talk about everything Crete. But um, we're going to go into some Kikladian fun right now. The Kiklades are an island group in the Aegean Sea, southeast of the mainland. They are one of the island groups which constitute the Aegean Archipelago. The name refers to the islands around the sacred island of Delos. The largest island of Kiklades is Naxos. However, the most populated one is Syros. So Kiklades in Greek means circle. So it's a circle of islands around the main center, which of course, like we just said, is Delos. The significant and early Bronze Age Kikladic culture is best known for its schematic, flat sculptures carved out of islands, pure white marbles. Centuries way before the Great uh, Middle Bronze Age, when the Minoan civilization arose in the Crete to the south. The Kiklades comprise of around 220 islands, and the major ones being Amorgos, Anafi, Andros, Antiparos, Delos, Eos, K, 
Ιουδαίοι, Κίμολος, Κίνθος, Μήλος, Μύκονος, Νάξος, Πάρος, Φολεγάνδρος, Σέριφος, Σύφνος, Σικίνος, Σύρος, Εντίνος, and of course, Θύρα, which is more commonly known as Santorini. There are also many minor islands, including Danusa, Escati, Giraos, um, Iraklia, um, Kufonisia, Makorisos, um, and Schionusa. Guys, as mentioned before, the name Kiklades refers to the island forming a circle, a circular island, or the Greek, in Greek, a kiklo around the sacred island of Delos. Most of the smaller islands are not, uh, don't have any population at all. The island of Delos, in Greek, Vilos, near Mykonos, is the center of the Kikavos archipelago. It is one of the most important mythical, um, historical and archaeological sites in Greece. The excavations in the island are among the most extensive in the Mediterranean, with ongoing work that takes place under the direction of the French School of Athens. And many of the artifacts found are then displayed in the Archaeological Museum of Delos and the National Archaeological Museum in Athens. Delos had a position in uh, as a holy sanctuary for the millennium before Olympian Greek mythology made it, uh, it, it was named the birthplace of Apollo and Artemis. From its sacred harbour, the horizon shows three pointed mounds that have identified landscapes sacred to a goddess in other sites, one retaining its pre-Greek name, Mount Kynthos, which was crowned sanctuary of Zeus. Established as a cult center, Delos had an importance that its natural resources could never have offered. So as you have already heard, the Kiklades have approximately 220 islands. Guys, that is a lot of Hortopita to digest. So I'm going to pick four of them to talk about briefly. It, this, this episode won't be much about history, but it will be a bit of a fun experience um, you know what I've experienced on the island? Guys, trust me, I tear up. <laughs> I tear up from laughter just thinking about my experiences on these islands and all that innocent fun that I had with my best mate and my cousin. Mykonos, Eos, Naxos and Santorini are all gorgeous, picturesque in their own amazing way. Mykonos is a very well-known party island. Eos is a mini Mykonos. Naxos is where the mainland Greeks go to holiday, and Santorini is the lover's island. Mykonos's nickname is the Island of the Winds. Tourism is a major industry in Mykonos, if, if the owning industry really. And Mykonos is known for its vibrant nightlife and for being gay-friendly destination, with many establishments catering for the LGBT community. This caused me very confronting and awkward situation when I once visited Mykonos. Before I went to the island, I did I did what anyone does really. I researched um, all the hottest places to go to, where to hang out while in Mykonos. After many chats with my family and friends that had previously visited many establishments on the island, I was told that the Paradise Beach Club was a must. Awesome, bummer! Mykonos! Guys, 
Να μη σε έχω μες τη σμικόνου τα στένα Μοιράζεις χαδιά και φιλιά I get to the island, I check into my hotel Settle in for the rest, uh, just for a bit of a rest Before planning a massive night ahead Hey, first night in Mykonos, I'm not going to stay in the hotel guys So I threw on a freshly pressed white linen top With a low open collar Shined up my gold chains and slicked back my uh, black luscious hair. Mate, I felt like an Adonis that night. So off I go. Paradise Club. Little did I know that there was Super Paradise, Paradise Beach Club, and the Cavo Paradiso Club. Which one was I meant to check out? I was confused. Well, this is where I thought the name Super Paradise was exactly what I was, Super. So I headed here. I walked up to the entrance and there is this big, muscular, dark-skinned, tall-built bodyguard looking down on me. Guys, let me just say, it was not the usual tough, you know, that tough Kent type of stare that you get when you walk into a first-class establishment and you get frowned upon for wearing badofles when the sign says strictly formal dress shoes only. You know what I mean? The look he gave me was kind of a smirk, an inviting smirk that turned into a grin. Meh, bro, I just wanted my Svinakia of Ursus and Jägermeister. I walk in, loud music blaring, lights flashing, plenty blokes dancing. It was a very vibrant Hold on a second. Plenty blokes dancing. Um, where are all the Yunekis? I started thinking that someone fibbed to me back home. They said to me this place was off the Richter scale and instead pranked me to come to a gay club. A waiter came up to me to take my drink order and this is where it got a tad awkward. The waiter was topless with small tight uh, pink glossy short shorts a little too similar to Theo Chris's footy shorts when he's cleaning carpets. And nothing else but a pair of Converse high tops and a pen in hand with a drinks tray. Instead of ordering a drink, I asked him, where am I? And in a very European accent, he says to me, ah, tourista, you must be first time here, no? It's okay, baby. We will look after you. Well, I have to admit, it was a very enjoyable, uh, enjoyable, eye-opening uh, night. Okay. Look, guys. Yeah, you got me. You got me. I was fibbing. But I'll tell you, the only part I was fibbing about was that I wasn't wearing a white linen shirt. I mean, come on. Who even does that, guys? I was wearing a Dolce Gabna t-shirt that my mate, Pap, got me off of Wooming Store. <laughs> Dolce Gabna. It's a Chinese knockoff store um, called Wooming. So in other words, it's not Dolce Gabbana, it's Dolce Gabna because they leave letters out. Bravo de Pap, shine those apples. In Greek mythology, Mykonos was named after its first ruler, Mykonos, the son of the god Apollo and a local hero. The island is also said to have been at the location of massive battle that happened between Zeus and all the giants, where Hercules killed the invincible giants, having lured them from the protection of Mount, Lua, uh, Mount Olympus. According to myth, the large rocks all over the island are said to be petrified 
corpses of the giant. Sticking to the theme here is the time that uh, my cousin George and my best mate Andrew and I decided we would go for one week holiday in Santorini. Um, as our travel agent at the time suggested that we visit the island. It was one of the most beautiful and relaxing places in Greece, she said, with all the amazing beaches and the attractions. Duxy, all right, that's what we're paying you for. Tell us where to go. Needless to say, she was right, but she missed out a major part. And for this, we haven't used her services again. <laughs> Santorini, or officially known as Thira, is an island in the southern Aegean Sea, about 200 kilometers southeast of Greece's mainland. It forms the southernmost member of the Kiklades group of islands. The island was the site of the largest volcanic eruptions in recorded history. The Minoan eruption, um, sometimes known as the Thira eruption, which occurred about 3,600 years ago at the height of the Minoan civilization, uh, which has been discussed in the previous episode, the, the eruption left a large caldera surrounded by volcanic ash deposits hundreds of meters deep. It may have led indirectly to the collapse of the Minoan civilization on the island of Crete through a gigantic tsunami, which we did mention. Another popular theory though, holds that Thira and its eruption is the source of the legend of the lost city of Atlantis. Archaeological and seismological evidence have been presented linking the Atlantis myth to Santorini. Speculation suggesting that Thira or Santorini was the inspiration for Plato's Atlantis began with the excavation of Akrotiri in the 1960s and gained increased currency as a reconstructions of the island's pre-eruption shape and landscape uh, located under the ash both strongly resembled Plato's description. Santorini was named by the Latin Empire in the 13th century and is a reference to Saint Irene. From the name of the old cathedral in the village of Berissa, the name Santorini is a contraction of the name Santa Irini. Santorini has a nickname of the Lover's Island. So you can imagine what it was like when three young studs arrived at Athenios ferry ports one mid-July Greek summer day. The island is full of cliffside restaurants and marketplaces. It is here where I bought my first ever Tubeleki drum and would play it every night off the balcony in our hotel while listening to Akadaka and Coldplay on my iPod. My music was far better than waking every damn morning to raindrops playing off of George's phone. Trust me. Santorini is well known for its beautiful high cliffs that one can visit just as the sun sets with their lover. This is why I never saw the sunset and let the other two go at it alone. I was far too busy back in the platea munching on two, dollar, two euro pites stuffed with pork and hot patates. What do I want to see a sun going down for? Bring on the gyros, mate. Another thing Santorini is well known for is its mode of transportation to its many different beaches, many different sites and up its cliffs. You can get to the island by aeroplane and by ferry. On the island, you can walk, you can hire a scooter, or you can jump on a donkey. This, guys, was the most scariest experience of my life. The three of us decided one day to hitch our ride up to the top of the cliff by a donkey. 
Okay, and Duxy. We go to the donkey station and we seek the manager. He takes one look at us and he shouts out, Hey, Dimitri, fere dio mularia keti georgia. Bring me two mules and Georgina. Georgina? Hold on, bro. Why are you using my mum's name there? For those that don't know, a mule is a cross between a horse and a donkey. They are tall like a horse, and but they're strong like a donkey. Georgia, on the other hand, was a straight out donkey. Or Yorgia, as he called her. No taller than my waistline, and she was quite pudgy, like me. I was allocated to Yorgia. Even the other two were confused. I was easily the size of both of them combined and I was about to sit all my weight on this poor little donkey to take me up a very, very steep cliff. Lord have mercy. The cliffside had a zigzag path heading up and I kid you not, after the second turn point, I heard the donkey talk to me saying, In translation, the donkey was saying, please, please get off of me, you idiot. I'm going to die. So that's where I jumped off and I uh, pretty much walked the rest of the way up. Now, <laughs> ah, memories. Now, a tad about Eos, another hilly island with lots of cliffs down to the sea on most sides of the island, situated halfway between Naxos and Santorini. According to Plutarch, it is thought that the name has derived from the ancient Greek word for violets, Ia, because they were commonly found on the island. And it is the most accepted etymology. During the uh, ancient times, the island was called Finiki, which um, it was named after and by the Phoenicians in the third century, when the island joined the League of the Islanders and was probably temporarily named Arsinoi after the wife of Plotomy uh, II. Today, the inhabitants of the Cycladic Islands call the island Neo, a name deriving from the Byzantine era. The island is very strongly connected with Homer because according to legend, Homer died in Eos. The greatest epic poet of the Greeks died because he violated a Pythian oracle. According to the ancient scripture, Homer visited the Delphi oracle and asked Pythia about his parents and origins. Pythia then replied with the oracle, your mother's home is the island of Eos, which will accept you when you die, but you should be careful of the enigma of young children. The poet, however, broke the oracle and traveled to uh, Eos. There he saw some small children fishing on the coast. He asked what they, what they got and the children replied, whatever we get, we leave it. And whatever we don't, uh, whatever we don't get, we take it with us. The children were talking about lice. Those who found them killed them, but those who did not find them had them in their heads. Homer did not find the answer, but he remembered the warning of Pythia. He was horrified and ran away quickly. The road was muddy and the poet slipped, fell, hitting his head and dying almost instantaneously. Pretty hardcore. 
In the new era of EOS, the island had begun to emerge since the 70s, as it is increasingly becoming a popular tourist destination for young people in Europe. Today, EOS remained, uh, retains its uh, reputation as the island of youth and entertainment, but also has excellent tourist infrastructure, organized, uh, an organized marina at its harbour and a good enough road network. This puts it with the best in the new era. Ecclesiastically, its territory now belongs to the Greek Orthodox metropolis of Thira, Amorgos, and the islands of Church of Greece. It was in Eos where I visited an establishment called the Flaming Zambuka, and I was awarded a black G-string after buying a round of 20s finakia for the most random people around me. Yes, I am a very happy drunk when I do drink, and if you are in my company, then expect my bank account to take a massive hit by buying you drinks all night. It is also on EOS that I tasted my first ever lobster and experienced an amazing few days to uh, traveling to some ancient archaeological sites filled with plenty of history. I uh, also was far too relaxed and happy on EOS that I apparently threw a few drops of water on George's salmon t-shirt or shirt um, and then I was blamed for pouring a whole bottle on him. Relax, mate. It wasn't me. It was Goanna. Cigare, like, you know, it's summer. Like, you're not going to catch a cold. Just briefly, to finish off my travel segment of this series, I will mention one of Greece's jewel islands, Naxos. Naxos is the largest of the Kiklades. It was the center of the archaic Kikladic culture. The island is famous as a source of emery, a rock which is which in conundrum until modern time was one of the best abrasives available. According to Greek mythology, the young Zeus was raised in a cave on Mount Zas, now known as Mount Zeus. Homer mentions Dia, literally the sacred island of the goddess. One legend has it that the hero in the heroic age before the Trojan War, Theseus abandoned Ariadne on the island after she helped him kill the Minotaur and escape from the labyrinth. Dionysios, the god of wine, festivities and primal energy of life, who was the protector of the island, met Ariadne and fell in love with her. But eventually Ariadne, unable to bear her separation from Theseus, either killed herself, according to the Athenians, or ascended to heaven, as the old version has it. The giant brothers Otus and Ephialtis figure in at least two Naxos myths. In one, Artemis bought the abandonment of the siege they laid against the gods by offering to live on Naxos as Otis's lover. And in another, the brothers has actually settled in Naxos. Naxos is a gorgeous island filled with delicious pastry shops and seafood restaurants. My time here was spent at the seaside Tavernes, eating chargul octapodi and waking up every morning to uh, walking to the local furno for a hot fresh tiropita and a frappe. Mate, if I had a cigarette, that would complete the ultimate breakfast of champions. <laughs> I don't smoke, so definitely uh, didn't have the, the third of the three. There were many times I would abandon my crew on this island while they stayed at the hotel run by a fluent Greek-speaking Kineso called Jimmy. I was out embracing the amazing culture and the life of Naxos. This is the island where Greek mainlanders go to holiday. So it is a very, very Greek vibe, unlike the other islanders, which is infested with foreigners. 
Naxos is a popular tourist destination with several ruins. It has a number of beaches such as those at Aya Ana, Ayos Prokopis, Alikos, Kastraki, Mikri, um, Plaka and Ayos Yorgos, most of them near the main town of Hora. Two of my most memorable visits on this island was the Temple of Dionysios and the, um, and the area where the Sphinx of Naxos once laid. The Temple of Dionysios was a sanctuary on ancient Naxos dedicated to the ancient Greek god Dionysios. Naxos was one of the cult centers of Dionysios in ancient Greece and the sanctuary of Naxos was one of his main temples along with the temple of Thebes. The site of the sanctuary was a place for fertility cult, for a fertility cult, sorry, um, as early as 1400 BC. Ancient Naxos had a very close connection to the mythical oracles of ancient Greece. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of, uh, of this episode. And what a great one it was. Sharing all my funny personal experience with you is something I do not do that often. And hopefully you have not taken away any hints of uh, which my sexuality inclined. <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. Um, I absolutely love talking about all things Greek, as you can see, as you can hear. Um, and now, now that I have covered a fair bit of history and travel, it's time to really focus on modern day Hellenism, such as food, music, and straight out Greek cheekiness. Over the next few episodes, we're going to have some guests join us, one in the music industry, one in the food industry, and just uh, overall um, Greek uh, lovers out there. Um, so stay tuned, guys, uh, to the Greek and Beats podcast for more Gephi field fun. Oh, I'm really, really looking forward to the next few episodes, I tell you. Don't forget that you can also tune into my weekly radio show where I get to play all the new loved and classical Greek beats over two hours of live stream fun every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Adelaide time via facebook.com forward slash Geffy Live Radio. This is Valandi and I will keep your Geffy streaming. <laughs>